Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. The title of my message this morning, I want you to type it out in the, the chat. The title of my message this morning is called A Moment with the Messiah. I love my title. Come on, somebody. A Moment with the Messiah. I'm so fired up to preach to you this morning as I've been praying uh, throughout my week. The Lord led me to this amazing man and character by the name of Simeon. And the reality of this context, Luke chapter 2, all right? And by the way, the Gospels record the Christmas narrative very differently. Uh, In fact, Mark doesn't really record it, but Matthew does from a Jewish context and Luke does from a Greek context. And John goes very philosophical. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. John is a very philosophical uh, uh, man, uh, so to speak. But I love what Luke does here in chapter 2. And the reality of Luke chapter 2 is we're familiar familiar with the with the narrative of the nativity all right Mary and Joseph they go to Bethlehem to register uh, uh, with their family for because Caesar Augustus had called for a a, a Roman um, census across the Roman world so we're very familiar the angel the choir the shepherds being told to go to uh, uh, where the baby was born all right um, and the magi is with, uh, is in Matthew but a lot of us don't know this Christmas story part of this part this part of this Christmas picture which is in the latter half of Luke chapter two. And what I want to do this morning is I want to be like a good photographer. I'm thinking of Jessica Unatafa in our church. She's our church to photographer. She's a professional photographer. And what she does is she tells stories through pictures. You know, it's, it's been said that, uh, they, that great photographers can capture that great moment, right? They add depth, they add light, they use symmetry, so to speak, to create an, um, to, to, uh, to, uh, capture an amazing moment. Well, this morning, I want to capture this moment that this man Simeon had, this moment he had with the Messiah, all right? I want to capture this Kodak moment, so to speak. Someone once said, we don't remember the days, but we remember moments. Another person said, a moment is small enough to miss, yet big enough to change your life forever. I want to say that again. A moment is small enough to miss, yet is big enough to change your life forever. I don't remember a lot of different aspects of my life, but I do remember some impactful moments. Let's talk about Simeon in this moment he had with the Messiah, this moment he has uh, with the, the Messiah. Uh, I, I believe there's some principles here that we can learn from and that we can take away for this Christmas as we celebrate. And I almost liken it to be metaphorical or somewhat uh, prophetic, or not prophetic, but somewhat uh, an act, somewhat, <laughs> so my, I, I would say, it, it, how do you say it's purposeful from Jesus, that stores are not open, that things are not open, Why? that we can concentrate and focus in our homes, in our families, to cherish this, not just holiday, but this season and of what it really means, all right? Christmas is about Jesus. Christmas is about hope for the world, all right? Christmas is about Jesus. So let's go ahead and continue to talk about that this morning. 
Some, some aspects about Simeon. Simeon. Simeon was an elderly man, all right? And God had made him a prophet. There's only about 14 verses that is dedicated to this person, Simeon. And I, I already shared, Simeon's his name is not on the opening credits of the Christmas story. His, names would, his name would probably, probably be on the ending credits of the film. He's not a starring character, all right, of the nativity, all right? The cows uh, or the, uh, the shepherds, all right? probably get some more clout than he does but he has a significant story and I believe he just wants to be part of the story all right but something significant happens Simeon all we know is that he's an elderly elderly man and God made him a promise all right and what was that promise that he would not die how what a what a promise all right that he would not die until he he saw the Lord's Messiah, until he saw the Lord's Messiah. I think it's quite poetic and beautiful how God orchestrates this, all right? We don't know how long he's waiting, but all we do know is that he's waiting, all right? The Bible says in another version, for the consolation of Israel. Now, I told you to type out the word waiting. Why is he waiting in fact, he's not the only one. A few verses later, there's a woman named Anna who's a prophetess. She's also waiting and other people are waiting. But why, does it, why are they waiting for the consolation of Israel? Why are they, why does, we need to ask this question. A good Bible investigator asks good questions. Why does Israel need consoling? Why does Israel need comforting? Why does it need encouraging? Well, for, in order to understand that, we need to open up this window of what it looked like in ancient Israel. We have to understand that the Jews were badly mistreated. They were occupied by the pagans, by the Romans. They were taxed. They were treated badly. They were maligned. In fact, they were treated like slaves, all right? In fact, their own people were crucified. Hello, all right? Uh, their leaders mistreated them. Uh, they weren't, they, they, they were, weren't really there for them. Herod didn't care about the Jews. He really, we know that in the Christmas story. He killed uh, hundreds of babies looking for the Lord Jesus Christ. So they were oppressed. They were dejected. They were rejected. They were in the dust. And it's much like today. And that's why I said it's a little bit prophetic because there's some parallels between that time and this time. The world in that time was chaotic. Jesus was born in a political chaos. Jesus was born in a difficult time where his own nation was occupied. Similar to what we're going through today. We're in a political mess we're in a plague of a global crisis, a financial crisis, civil unrest, riots, all right, uh, a protest, and so on and so on. Some of you are like, where is Jesus? You know, those people back then, they were, where God, Yahweh, where are you? We need you in our world today. But watch this, Simeon was waiting. You know what? Sometimes it disappoints me, and I have to say in my prayer times, in my moments with the Messiah, we don't wait for him. Some of us have kicked the bucket. If you're a Christian and you're a Christ follower, I want to tell you to wait upon the Lord. Come on, somebody. Don't give up on Jesus. Church, don't give up on the Lord. You might be wondering, where is God? Did God miss 2020? Where has God been at? But let me tell you, God is working out something great, all right, that's coming about soon. I believe it. I believe the church's greatest days are ahead of us. I believe that our greatest days are ahead of us as followers 
followers of Jesus Christ, just like Simeon and just like Anna and just like some of the people of Israel, they were waiting for the anointed one. They were waiting for the Messiah to be born. Church, come on, let's not stop waiting upon the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Isaiah, they that wait upon the Lord will mount up on wings like eagles and run and not grow weary. They shall uh, walk and not grow faint. I know like you, I'm human. And I, after headline, after headline, it just feels like a gut punch. This happened in the world. This happened in our country. God, where are you? But I believe the best days are ahead of us. And do you remember what the scripture said? In Matthew chapter 16, it says the gates of hell will never overcome the church. That should tell us right now that no matter what we're going through in our world, the church of Jesus Christ will always arise and will always be here and will always be prevailing forever and ever and ever. So Simeon was waiting. Simeon was waiting. You know, the Bible, the the Greek word for uh, waiting is pros. I'm, I'm going to try to say it is prosdecomai, prosdecomai, and what it, it gives us a portrait of how Simeon was waiting. Simeon was not waiting uh, cowardly, like he was not waiting for the Messiah dejected. He was not waiting with a uh, just a low spirit. In fact, this word prosdecomai it actually tells us how he was waiting. It says that he was waiting with expectation. He was waiting. He was looking forward to the day. He knew that he was not going to die. What a promise. He was not going to die until he seen the Lord Jesus Christ face to face. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I have a question, question for you today, Christian, follower of Christ. Are you waiting on God? Have you given up hope? Have you given in? Have you threw in the towel? Have you kicked the bucket? Have you been dealing with stress overload and fear? Have you lost a family member to COVID? Maybe your business is failing right now. Your hopes are dashed and your dreams are dashed. But I want to let you know this morning, do not give up on God. Your best days are ahead of you. The church's best days are ahead of you. Maybe you're hanging on to a God like by a string and you're like God I'm not I'm not sure this word this year has rocked my world even Time Magazine Time Magazine has said 2020 is the worst year ever on the cover of their magazine I want to let you know church let's wait with expectation I believe the calling church's best days are ahead of us I believe that God has used us and will continue to use us as we make Jesus Christ the center of us to touch our generation, to touch our valley, to touch our family members. Amen. I believe the best days are ahead of us. And I'm not just saying that because it's a cliche, because it's true right in his word. Somebody say amen. Here's a reason why we ought to get excited about our best days uh, being ahead of us. Look what Acts chapter 2 verse 17 says. This is how we wait. This is how we wait. Watch this. It says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. I will pour out my spirit in all in those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders. Come on, somebody in the heavens above and on on signs on the earth below. And let me tell you, God still has miracles to perform. God still has uh, uh, diseases to heal. God still has people to bring back from death to life. Come on, somebody. The church's best days are still uh, is ahead of us. You know what I think, Simeon, is, as I was preparing this message, I almost 
I felt like I was having a conversation with Simeon. I know it's kind of crazy, all right, in a way. Because what I do as a pastor and as, as, a, as a, a studier, so to speak, I put myself in, 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 in his position. I put myself in the times. And I believe that he was going, the world was chaotic. But I believe that uh, uh, he would want, I believe he would almost tell you, wait patiently. You know, it's a fruit of the spirit, is long suffering, something we don't hear too much, but he waited on the promises of God. I want to let you know, maybe you're waiting for healing. Maybe you're waiting for your marriage to be restored. Maybe you're waiting for your mental health to be restored. Maybe you're waiting on God for a husband or a wife. Maybe you're waiting on God for a a promotion. Let me tell you, God will always come through on his word, baby. You can take it to the bank. I promise you all the world will pass away, but his word will stand forever all right his word will stand forever and although watch this although his uh, Simeon or I'll just save that point for another time but I feel like Simeon would want us to know this all right as I was studying the text I believe that can I believe that Simeon would, wouldn't want us watch this to miss moments with the Messiah Simeon had an amazing moment. Can you just, can you imagine that for a minute? How good God is telling Simeon, God, Simeon, you're not going to die. You're going to see the Lord's face. You're going to look into his beautiful eyes. You're going to hold him. You're going to have that awesome baby smell. And you're going to see, this is the baby that was prophesied this were the renowned prophets Jeremiah Ezekiel Daniel uh, this is the seed of Abraham Abraham's seed this is the root of Jesse this is the son of God this is the alpha the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end Simeon you're gonna get to hold this baby boy I have a striking uh, uh, notion in my heart that even though Simeon was holding him I believe that salvation was really holding him Can you imagine that? I believe that Simeon would tell you this morning, don't miss moments with the Messiah. I know that headlines and social media and news, and by the way, I'm talking to someone right now, you've been watching the news way too much, boo-boo. Come on, somebody. Mariah told me not to say boo-boo anymore. I don't say it anymore. That's the last time. Rest in peace, boo-boo. All right. But she's laughing right now. Don't stop watching the news. You're you're listening to the world's narrative of what's going on. You're reading headlines on social media of what's going on. When all the while God has a narrative right here, the story is still unfolding. There is a, there is heaven's narrative. Let me tell you right now, Boothang, all right? If you know more of what's happening in the White House than you do in heaven, then you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get your focus fixed, all right? You gotta start seeing from God's angle, not the world's angle on the things that we're dealing with, uh, today, all right? I believe that Simeon is saying, don't miss moments with the Messiah. Don't miss these moments. I believe Christmas, we need it more than ever. We don't need just a Christmas tree and ornaments. We don't just need, you know, the Grinch on TV. We need the spirit of Jesus Christ and Christmas more than we ever do. I, at least in my lifetime, I think, all right? Christmas is all the promises fulfilled in Jesus Christ that great prophets have prophesied about. One thing that 
I also believe that it's principally important as it says this in the text. It says, for this reason, watch this. I used to read it. I honestly read this wrong for a long, long, long time. I used to think that Simeon was the one performing these rituals and religious ceremonies. In fact, that's not true at all. Simeon was just made a promise. And it says it right here in this text. For this reason, the Holy Spirit had moved him. Watch this. How, how amazing is this? For this reason, the Holy Spirit had moved him to be in the temple court at the very moment Jesus' parents entered to fulfill the requirements of the sacrifice. In other words, uh, Simeon had an impression of the Holy Spirit to be at the right place at the right time. Can I just talk to someone right now? You've been out of the wrong, you've been out of place this year, all right? But God wants to position your life for blessing. You're trying out this church thing. You're trying out Jesus. But let me tell you, God wants to position your life uh, for blessing on your life, on your mental health, on your marriage, on your career. God has a calling for you. I, I, I know I might be dipping into my messages for next year, but watch this. God, how about give your life to your whole, give one whole year to Jesus, 2021. See that he will do amazing things with your life. I love that God have moved Simeon into position. Let me tell you right now, this, this Christmas, God wants to put you into position to hear from him, to be in tune with him. God wants you to put you into position for healing. God wants to put you into position to overcome sin. God wants to put you into position to have passion and encouragement. Right now, you've been out of position because you've been watching the news too much. You've been reading the headlines too much. You've been discouraged. You've been filled with fear and anxiety. You've been out of position. You've been out of tune with God. But this morning, God is saying, I want to get you into position for blessing, for breakthrough in your life. I want to get you into position to have significant moments with the Messiah. I was talking to a friend earlier on social media and uh, they uh, they were kind of saying, "How do you? I don't even know what's. I don't. Even, I don't know where the Messiah is. I believe, but where is he? Where is he? I don't know what heaven's doing. You're telling me to stop watching the White House, but watch heaven. What is? I don't know what heaven's doing. But watch this. And this is what I believe Simeon is saying to you. Simeon had this amazing moment with the Christ, but watch this. It was just a moment." It was just a moment. The cross had not been fulfilled. The Holy Spirit had not, uh, we're, we're now living on a different side than Simeon lived on. Simeon, the Bible says, it only rested upon him. But now we have the, we have the dunamis power infilling and dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Now we, I believe Simeon is saying, you can have, man, I wish I could have what you have, church. You, I just had one single moment, maybe, maybe five minutes with Jesus, but you can have a lifetime with him because he can dwell with you in you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you, church, you can know what heaven is doing. You can, you know how? Because watch this, you have a piece of heaven inside of you. His name is the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, I spend time with Jesus every single day. I do get some downloads about what God is doing. Come on, somebody. And that's exactly what Jesus wants for you. He wants to give you some downloads and some inspiration every single day of your life, not just on Sundays, not just on Christmas and Easter. He wants to give you some significant moments with the Messiah, with himself, the Messiah. Come on, somebody, you out there. All right. 
As I was doing some sermon research, I found a, a painting, a very famous painting, and I believe this illustrates uh, what Simeon is feeling. Take a look at this. You'll see it on the screen right now. This painting is actually called Simeon's Moment, and it's quite emotional. You see that he is emotional. You see that, and if you look closely, you see the nations behind him as, as a way of meaning that Jesus is a light for the world. If you don't get anything out of today's message, here's one thing I want you to get. I believe that God wants you to have a moment with the Messiah. You know, the Jesus Christ is still alive. He's moving and he's breathing. He's living today. And you might be wondering where he's at in this world. You might be wondering where he's at in your life. You know how you, understand, you, know how you get to, to hear God a little bit better in life? Sometimes it's tuning out the, the, the world a little bit, spiritually. Sometimes it's turning off the cell phone. Sometimes it's putting all your devices away for a moment. Some, I, I've heard it said that God doesn't always yell, but God likes to whisper. And sometimes we can't hear Jesus because the world is yelling and a lot of people are doing yelling right now, all right? But I wanna challenge you to have a moment with the Messiah this Christmas and watch this, don't miss the moment. Don't miss this moment. As I think about the scripture, I just see Simeon kind of in the court, uh, in the temple, just looking around for when Jesus was going to arrive. And I, now as a new found, or as a parent, for be, being a parent for a year, I, I, I think about Simeon grabbing this baby, total stranger to Joseph and Mary, right? Uh, uh, I, I, I think about, who, who are you? I'm not going to give my baby away to you, right? Uh, uh, did, you hand, did you put hand sanitizer on? Don't miss this moment for the rest of this year to have some significant time with Jesus, to hear him, to listen to him, to know him better, all right? Uh, this was a moment that Simeon had been waiting for. This was a moment the world had needed. This was the moment the prophets of renown had been foretelling, all right? The birth of Christ was like any other moment the world had ever, ha had ever seen so impactful. It had changed human history. Do you know that we measure, BC, measure time in BC and AD, a moment uh, because light had come into the world and disrupted the powers of, of darkness, you and I measure our birthdays because Jesus Christ came and changed human history and the world today. As we close today's sermon, I want to ask you a few questions. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? Have you had moments with him? I'll never forget one of the most significant moments I have ever had with Christ. It was the day I, I gave my life to Jesus. I remember I walked honestly like a football field length, 100 yards, probably even more. Back then we did altar calls and the preacher would say, if you want to give your life to Jesus, today's the day you're the person. Come on up here and give your life as an offering to Jesus. I remember I walked all the way to the front, not knowing anybody, seeing crowds of faces looking at me. All I knew in that moment is that I needed Jesus and the life I had been living for myself and the life that I thought I wanted to live was, uh, wasn't good enough, to be honest with you. I couldn't, I couldn't overcome my own sin. I couldn't overcome all, all my brokenness. Someone's, someone's watching right now, and I want to speak to you. You're broken. Your life seems shattered. Something has happened to you tragically over this last year. Maybe you lost somebody. And honestly, you're trying to pick up the pieces of your life, and you're trying to put it back together. 
Let me tell you, friend, you, ha- you have someone uh, who wants to put that back together for you to help you heal and grieve and overcome. His name is Jesus. Let me tell you, ever since I gave my life to Jesus, my life has never been the same. I met my wife. I had an amazing daughter. I, I've got my, my purpose and my calling in my life. Let me tell you, God has a purpose for you and a plan for you. All right. Let me tell you, I don't know what people are doing without Jesus these days. I honestly don't. Uh, money's not enough. Fame is not enough. Popularity is not enough. Your social, stat, your social media status isn't enough. It's not fulfilling to help you overcome these days in which we live. Uh, I, I hope that today's message inspired you about uh, a signif- having moments with the Messiah. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.